How's it going, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to our media podcast where we talk about the movies, video games, comic books, whatever we just want to talk about. Um, my name's Cam. I'm Rosie. So, um, what movie did you pick for us to watch? So this week, uh, yeah, as we've been doing it, we're going to be switching off what we're choosing to talk about, uh, as Cameron said, whatever medium of art. Uh, today we're going to be talking about Starship Troopers, the cult classic, or actually only recently like became cult classic, um, but we'll get into that later. Uh, it was directed by Paul Verhoeven? Yeah, I, do, I think it's Verhoeven. Verhoeven? Uh, he is a Dutch director, has done a couple big movies in America, uh, two, the other two being RoboCop and the 1990, I believe, uh, was the year it came out, Total Recall, with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, don't forget about Showgirls. And Showgirls, yeah, you're 100% <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so I, I guess I'll just start off saying that like this is one of my favorite movies. I'm, I'm very excited to talk about this. Well, that's just one of the things I was going to ask you was what what's your relationship with this movie before viewing it? Because I have only seen this one other time when you told me to watch it a couple of years ago. So this is like so, my second time seeing this movie. Hell yeah. Well, I, I hope I hope I can fill you up with some nerd knowledge. That's a great sentence. <laughs> um <laughs> So the first time I watched it was in high school and like I think it was on Netflix or something and like just like the first 10 minutes I was already just so enthralled it was like I just, it's just still even now watching it it's such a charismatic movie um but the first time I watched it I I definitely like respected it in a in a different way than I do now like um when I first watched it I really just kind of viewed it as like a really fun B movie type uh type of action flick you know like it, it's not taking itself too seriously it's just supposed to be a bit more fun and you know i i really fell in love with it um and i i i think me and as well as a, a lot of other viewers and also some uh it, the like fascist undertones of it yeah yeah i've got a I've definitely got a lot of went notes. over my head yeah yeah um, i think but the more and more i watch it like it's just it's just such a smart film like the way uh paul Ver- Verhoeven, I believe. Um, like it's just kind of like his niche, you know, to take like such crazy violence and all this stuff to make like really powerful, like entertaining social satires. Um, but yeah, like the the first time I watched it, I was I, I the whole fascism thing went over my head, and then I watched it again, and you know, and again, and I started reading about it, and it made sense. I mean, it's kind of hard not to notice neil patrick harris in an ss suit the first time you watch it but you kind of just at least i just kind of put it out of my mind i guess yeah yeah the first time i saw it i um didn't like the fast the fascism um like themes didn't really uh hit me as much i didn't really notice them but i I knew going into viewing it this time that this was a complex movie and it had something to say. So I was really just trying to pick up on what uh, messages it was trying to, what the message or the theme was. So that was pretty fun to analyze it in a new way. I feel like, yeah, I feel like every time I watch this, I can just appreciate something different. So yeah, Um, uh, I guess, I guess I'll just get us started off by. Wait, I got one question first. 
before oh, we go, start. Go ahead, fire away. So I don't know how many sequels there are for this. I know there's a ton. There's some animated ones. There's some live action ones. Have you seen any of the sequels? I have not seen any. <laughs> I have also not seen any. I was just wondering I, if you've yeah, seen any of the sequels for these. Because like, well, this one this one was based off of a a novel by uh, I don't know if I said this like earlier, but it's a uh, based off of the same title novel uh, by Robert Heinlein. Uh, and the other ones I don't believe have any novels to them. I think it's more just fan service, not fan service. Like it's, it's obviously, uh, they're trying to cash in on the franchise. Yeah. Yeah. They're trying to cash in a little bit. Um, like, I don't think the other ones took as much of like a, like philosophical and like ideological approach to them. Yeah. Um, and plus not the, the other ones weren't directed by Paul Verhoeven. So mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I, there is one that has come out. I I think actually like maybe like two years ago. It's actually animated and it stars the Rico Casper. Uh, I forget his name. I'll have to look it up. But the 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 main actor who plays uh Rico Johnny Rico. Yeah, I I did uh, see that he was in. I I thought I saw he was in the second one as well. I really didn't do that much research on it. And then the actress he 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 showed up in the third one. Well, I did Again. see that the actress that plays Dizzy appears in the third one, too. Yeah, I saw that, too. I don't really understand that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, this is going to be a, a spoiler discussion, if we didn't mention that before, either. Yeah, yeah. Good good, good call. All right. So, I guess, if you want to lead us yeah, off... I'll, ta- I'll take it away. So, I guess, I, I the first thing I want to start talking about um, is, like, just starting with the movie story like from from the very beginning so i just thought it was really interesting because i was i was reading and watching some stuff uh some interviews with some of the cast and the director and uh one of the things that like really intrigued me was so obviously um this is a fact like this this movie has a lot of fascist undertones and when it came out like it was not well received It 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 was kind of funny like listening to how like the cast and uh paul verhoeven talked about it when it first came out because they're like yeah like people just didn't like it you know they, they didn't like want to have anything with these fascist tones like they didn't really like see it as like uh you know like 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 uh it's i i feel like it's the movie is more of like a question or like a this is what like this world could be like it's not like actually promoting it uh right I, I never i never feel like it's like imposing fascism on it. And I think that's what's so great about it. Cause like anytime it does like, like try to do something, like it, it will just kind of like sway away. Like the movie has a lot of like switching, like it will be like, like in the, in the propaganda uh, fucking segments, you know, it will be like dehumanizing the bugs in the same manner that like the Nazis and them mm-hmm. like, uh, dehumanize the, under, or what they saw as the, uh, lower like class of like humans and stuff um yeah so i so i was watching this and my roommates were coming in and out of the living room and asking me about it and one of them asked me why it looked so bad and i was like ah maybe the the budget was low but after it watching is, it well it's a high budget yeah after watching it i thought that the just like the over the top acting, the bright lighting just is 
it's on purpose. It's to like give yeah. it that satirical feeling. And then, mm-hmm. like you said, it switches up. There, there's just a dramatic shift when um, they go to war and all the hyper violence and yeah. all that. It, it, it will be, it will be from rom-com to the propaganda dehumanizing the bugs to violence to fucking insane military to fucking yeah what what have you but it but like it's it's i I just love it it's a a Mm -hmm. fucking roller coaster yeah and like at the end i was trying to figure out what the the filmmaker's stance was going to be on all the fascism the fascist overtones of the movie and i thought that something was going to happen to the entire fleet that they were going to be uh taken out by the bugs or the bugs were going to use that against them somehow mm-hmm. but it never really the film really doesn't take a stance on what yeah. on the fascism and i i feel like almost, I, I think that's what that's what misled a lot of people initially and i definitely. feel like to, to believe it was like a super fascist movie like like i said this this it, it's such a funny movie because like it came out and it was like hated like like people hated it for its fascist uh mm-hmm. fascist themes and stuff like that like the actors and paul verhoven like they were called neo-nazis and like oh i didn't know like, that rid- rid- ridiculed for it yeah but it, it's it's funny too because like when they're talking and in, in the interviews and stuff you know they're just like yeah we, we we never were taking a stance on it when we were when they were writing the script and all that like they were laughing at these things like um but it was really like i think that's one of the interesting things about it because from from what I've read, at least I have not read the book, but apparently the book takes a more like objective side towards fascism, and it was interesting because the the movie really doesn't. And just hearing how they uh, balance that, you know, like like fighting those two narratives of like uh, a, a world where fascism has taken over and there's a war with the bugs, and then like you know just a military action movie. Yeah, the the feeling that I got from it was like instead of taking a stance on fascism, the filmmakers were almost trying to entice the audience to agree with the fascism, to put this yeah. like shiny coat of paint on like something that looks like it's going to be a fun space romp like Star but, Wars and then like maybe the character like the main characters do have a fascist uh ideology and like if the filmmakers can get the audience to agree with that for at least a short amount of time, I think that that was almost their goal just to like, see yeah. if they can, I don't know, play with people's brains and no, you're get them hundred percent. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So like um, with that, like how they convince them, it, it, re- it is really interesting because you're completely right. The whole time is like trying to push you into like, almost like, ag- yeah, agreeing with these like, like being on the side of like the fascists like they even make like you you, you want them to kill the bugs like there's there's yeah but, yeah but, but at the mm-hmm. end of the day like, you definitely it's side with the, them yeah but like when you it's it's really interesting because it like forces these ideas on you but it never makes it so like you like want to keep it like it like after you like agree with it it really does like it's easy to take a step back and be like all right like why why am i agreeing with this because like what did mm-hmm. the bugs do? They're, they're an intelligent species. Like throughout the whole movie, they're talking about how advanced they are. And like, you even hear the, in one of the propaganda pieces that like cuts throughout the films, like some guy's doing an interview and he says the, uh, the quote, like, I, I find the idea of a thinking bug offensive, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, 
but yeah, it, 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 it does a really good job of like pulling you into like that, like philosophy, but like, not like make it. Yeah. Not, not, not like promoting it. It's, it's just such an interesting movie. I, I it's really well. Done Definitely. Yeah. I think, I think it's hard for general audiences to get over how the visuals look in the film. Like it, it doesn't look, I don't, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like the, there's the, the Federation flag. That's, I mean, it's basically the, the Nazi, uh, what is it called? Like the, the hierarchy flag with the Eagles. Yeah. It looks exactly like I don't know what it's called either. Um, and then obviously the uniforms and then like all, all the underlying tones. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I just really like that part of it. So when I was uh, continuing, like, researching this movie, reading a bunch of the interviews, um, it was kind of interesting because, like, I, I even have it quoted here in my notes in one of the interviews that Paul Verhoeven said that this was a dangerous movie to make, almost. <laughs> that, like, striking, oh, definitely. S- striking that line was so, so like, hard, I'm sure. Um, mm-hmm. But the the funny thing is, like, did, did you uh, <laughs> do you think? All right, I'll 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 start. I'll ask, start it off like this. Do you think that a movie like this could be made today? Um, I don't know. It's a good good question because I think this movie does somewhat a good somewhat of a good job of hiding the fascist tones for somebody that just wants to watch an action movie, Mm -hmm. you know? So I feel like, I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe if I feel like people would probably freak out about it though. Yeah. It'd have to be. Yeah. (laughs) What do you think? Uh, so I was actually, it was, it was a little bit of a trick question because it wasn't, I don't, it, couldn't even really been made back then <laughs> so one of the that's fair yeah one, one of the interesting things was when this movie was in production um like during the time when uh Verhoeven was doing these american films or these films in america uh while he was doing this he was working under sony i, I believe it was sony i could be wrong but whatever studio he was under making this movie uh the heads kept cycling like every three months from what he says for like almost like a, a very large portion of uh like their like during their the production of the movie so nobody ever really had a chance to say no <laughs> oh okay and that's why like when they showed it out like they even postponed it like when they showed the uh the heads and like they're like this is our movie they're like they 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 had the same initial response that a lot of people had when the movie first came out way back when like they even postponed like when they were going to release it to theaters that's interesting mm-hmm. i didn't know i don't know like that you're teaching me so much about the background of this film i i really didn't know any of this yeah yeah it gives you like more of an appreciation for it yeah no i i'm i'm glad that it turned around like this this deserves to be a cult classic. Like like I said, this is one of my favorite movies. Like I don't know, there's there's just something about these scenes when just, I I just want to join them. Like it's, it's funny. Like I, I it, Rico's just such a fun character, and like you really start cheering for them. Yeah yeah for sure. That was a another uh 
just off topic thing the, that they promoted. I'm, I'm always going to come back to different scenes on how they like weirdly like push the audience to be on the side of like these fascist ideologies. Um, and then like allow yourself to question like, Oh, how did this make me do it? Like it's, re it's, it's, it's really an interesting thing. Cause it's like, it really shows how like, yeah, pe people can be convinced of this. I mean, G Germany was convinced like during the poverty after world war one, when, hitler brought it out everybody was on his side like everybody had this idea yeah. of like you know the strong militaristic man like fighting off basically yeah the the undesirables it's uh, it's 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 this is a big brain movie but the cool yeah thing, i like it it definitely is i feel like it's something that everybody should watch in their lifetime, but not everybody is going to watch it. Nobody, I don't think anybody's really going to get what this movie is about, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. It's not going to be for everybody. Not everybody's going to like it as much as we do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But it's definitely an important film. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I, I, I'm definitely a big fan. Yeah, but mm -hmm. like, but like, as I was saying, like, one of the one of the things that um I was talking about, like they always like push it, like how I was saying, like I want to join Rico, like I love all the characters, like uh one of the interesting things when I was reading, because it, it tackles a lot of things, you know, like there's uh Rico's relationship with Carmen and Dizzy, the war, I mean the the this whole society, like you get like for the first like good half of the movie, the first like half of the movie, like you don't even see much of the war, it's just showing you this society where you have to become in order to become like a, uh, a true citizen of this world and have like any sort of like political influence, you have to join the military and uh, just seeing how like, right. Like how all these people can like join together behind this cause. But like, it, it's, it's, it's an interesting thing. I like imagine this movie, if it wasn't bugs, it, mm -hmm. it, it would not be the same tone. It would be much, much darker. Oh yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, well, I thought that, um, like, the, even though we said that it kind of has a cheap look to it, which is, which we already said was very purposeful, but most of the practical effects, I thought, still looked pretty good. The, especially the, the, the gore looked really good. I love the Some gore of the practical world. bug effects. That, that is another big appealing for me, like just all, and it's none of it's, uh, I mean, there is CGI obviously, but the, like a lot of the gore is just practical and I love it. And, uh, the, their, their suits to the soldier uniforms with the helmet and the armor. Yeah. Those are, is, uh, uh, they, those, those are used in a lot of films, aren't they? I think I, I saw. Like, way yeah. I was just going to say they actually got used in an episode of the Power Rangers. Oh, really? Yeah. Hell yeah. I, I, I don't know exactly what, uh, what episode or season, but I, I do know that the, some of the soldier uniforms got repurposed in Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. I know, I know. I think, I think they also did it in uh, the old Planet of the Ape movies. I think they also used that in there. I think it might honestly have been used in uh, Aliens as well. Now that I think about it. Oh, really? Yeah. Those like I didn't know that. Those like suits have uh, a lot of use in Hollywood. Probably not so much nowadays. 
they're they're very iconic they are iconic and it's funny because they're iconic in each movie and like i I feel like if i didn't like read that somewhere i would have never even noticed (laughs) yeah yeah i also thought that the propaganda pieces with the news was a great device to deliver exposition to like it's a good way that hooks the viewer into it breaks up the action definitely yeah, and, like, it's a good way to explain, like, the history with the whole war with the bugs mm-hmm. and gives you a look on the society, too. Which one's your favorite? <laughs> which of the propaganda yeah, pieces? Yeah, which, which, which one of your little snippets is your favorite? Um, I like the one where, like, right after Buenos Aires gets destroyed and they're the one that's trying to convince people to join the war effort. And there's like the kids playing with the gun. Like they're, (laughs) they're all like fighting over the gun. And then it says something like, like everyone's doing their part. And the kids are like stepping on all the cockroaches and the teachers like maniacally laughing as they kill all these bugs. (laughs) And then that one's definitely, and it always asks, would you like to know more? Would you like to know more? I'd I'd have to say my favorite is at the ends when they're like wrapping up the, the big operation where they catch the brain bug that's uh, controlling a lot of them and they're trying to learn like how they think Uh, when they have him in the test chamber (laughs) and they're just probing him with all these like just terrifying machines. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, It's, it's very like, it's, it's funny because like, 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 like we've said this, this movie like poses a lot of like, not like, not like not ethical, like ideas and like, you know, ways of practice but they take approach it in a satirical way where it's like i mean they're, they're literally torching that brain bug <laughs> yeah and like the design of the brain bug is definitely gross but it's also like it has it can convey emotion more than any other of the, of the bugs well and also i don't want to say it's like it's cute but like you definitely feel bad for it mm-hmm. you know yeah no 100 <laughs> percent yeah, there's the part where uh, Neil Patrick Harris's character comes up and touches him. He's like, he's yeah. afraid! He's afraid! And everybody and goes ape shit. They all and, cheer, yeah. Yeah, yeah kind of demented. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I also thought, well, maybe maybe this was part of their, uh, their whole propaganda mm-hmm. thing where they were, like, making everybody... Um, hate the bugs but that one scene when they're in school and they're dissecting the bug the teacher says something along the lines of like that the bugs don't fear they they don't have any emotion and like they're just part of one big hive mind like they're they're soulless basically which i thought was going to be my original thought was going to be that the filmmakers were going to take a stance on the fascism and like obviously say that it's bad and they were going to like relate how the whole war effort is almost like a giant hive mind where nobody really gets a say in like their own emotion or ideology yeah no 100 percent. that's where i thought they were going yeah or that maybe that is where they went maybe they uh <laughs> they kind of show that the the humans are almost the bugs in that sense. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder I wonder if the bugs are fascist too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
Um, yeah, no, definitely. There, there, there's so many things like that. Like, uh, you know, we were just talking about the ending. You know, the the private who gets um, who finds the bug, who captures the brain bug. Yeah, he was originally the sergeant. Yeah, he took I, the, I, the I actually, decrease. I had no idea actually until recently. I can't believe that always just that always just skipped over me. Because I feel you don't you don't yeah, you don't see him for so long. I, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and there's it's like a throwaway line when the the whoever the the leader of that uh, fort is he's like he's like the uncle in Breaking Bad or something. Oh, he's Hank. the same actor, but yeah, Hank yeah, Hank. He Bad, he yeah. says he says something along the lines of like if you want to be able to fight, you're gonna have to take a de- a demotion, and then yeah, later yep. when he shows up. Mm-hmm. yeah no it's it's yeah that's exactly it just shows yeah it continues to show how like this society really just wants to kill these undesirables <laughs> like, yeah and i think um but he's rewarded for like, it you know like it's seen as like an act of valor yeah and they mentioned how like that's going to be the one in the history books like that was going to be the turning point in the war that this one guy captured the brain bug mm-hmm and uh, earlier, like at the very beginning, when they're in school, the teacher says something along the lines of that, like violence is really the only thing that determines authority. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's a that's a thing for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I I think this movie's so charming. Honestly, I I really like. There, there's not a lot of scenes where I don't feel like there's just a lot of energy behind it i guess yeah, it, i not the just looking over my things like um i don't know i, I just i I just want to talk about the the ba- fucking football scene <laughs> oh the football scene okay <laughs> yeah 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 I, I just thought it was funny that it's like i mean I, I, it serves the purpose to introduce xander and like that kind of uh start like that like romantic tension between carmine rico and uh xander but i don't know i think it's Mm -hmm. i think i think scenes like that definitely like show like how it definitely changes pace and like it it, yeah it's it's its own like at times it's it it's just showing you the world like i feel like that it's it does it, it it definitely does to a certain extent like build the world up and definitely break up the action give you something different like different things to watch and like still like always progressing like these developments throughout these characters and how they're like functioning in this world yeah i like when rico is doing flips and stuff like <laughs> in the stadium i i thought that was hilarious yeah. and that just and then he, adds he uses to the it charm again in, and... the, in the laser fight <laughs> yeah uh-huh there's the the scene in the laser fight where he grabs the other person's gun and is just walking around mowing people down with two guns in hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like, that's one of the other things that, uh, makes it so charming to try and draw the audience in. Definitely. Definitely. Um, the one, like, I don't know the one thing, actually two things that just kind of stuck out to me that just suit, like kind of didn't work. I don't know. It didn't really work for me. Were that when when all the kids were in class and stuff, they were way too old. I was getting like uh, really? Sam Raimi Spider Man vibes, where like all the kids in the high school are really like twenty six. 
I thought all the kids in the, in the class looked way too old. I guess I, I'm biased towards this movie, so I guess it, I just let that go over past me. But I, I can definitely see where you see that. And then the other thing was that, like, I was just like, why, since they live in Buenos Aires, why, like, they're all, like, they're all like white kids. Like they don't look like they're they're South American. Hey, this that was the other thing. It's a fascist world. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Rico is. You know that that's a good point. Yeah. Johnny Rico really does have the the blonde hair, blue eye thing going on. Mm-hmm. So he, he's he... actually yeah. That was a that was a good point. Yeah. I just thought of that the minute you said that, so don't worry. I, I, that that wasn't in the back of my mind. <laughs> um, hell yeah. Um, but uh, I did like when they first went to the, the, I don't know, the training with the with the drill sergeant, and like the movie does a great job of kind of subverting those character archetypes with the the like the hardo drill instructor who ends up getting demoted in rank and like becomes friends with the character or ace who like you think it's gonna be a just total douche yeah i thought he was gonna be like um val kilmer in top gun just like a total douche but then they end up like being like really good friends in this like brotherhood that they kind of form with their with their uh their regiment or I don't know, whatever they are. <laughs> the uh roughnecks, baby. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. That line, what's your malfunction? Is I don't I, I, <laughs> yes. I don't know why, but I love that line so much. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh. I guess uh we've been talking a lot about the propaganda and one of the I think I think I think it's brought up. I I think I watched it in like a wisecrack or something, but yeah, they they brought it up that I I never even thought of it that or about that scene. But when the guy's just walking through, um, uh, I think like just like oh they're they're big HQ or something like that, and he's actually like starting to like bring up a, a bit more like of a deeper thinking question. You know, like the movie really doesn't push you towards like thinking super critically unless like you kind of take a step back and realize what you're watching you know mm-hmm. um but there is that one point where that reporter's walking around and he's like who are these bugs like is what we're doing wrong i i, I can't remember exactly what he says but like oh. as he's questioning like oh this are these beings intelligent and are we like hurting them in a bad way is this war like really worth it and then immediately right after that, it just gets slammed in the face with like Rico and all his boys being like, "We're gonna kill them all. We're gonna kill them all." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that was a that was a good scene too. I also I like how the movie plays with the idea of being a citizen versus being a civilian. Mm-hmm. And I guess we kind of touched on it already, but. Um, in the classroom, the teacher says something about, like, or when when the teacher calls on Rico to give the definition of citizenship, and Rico says something along the lines of that a citizen accepts the responsibility of the safety for the governing body, and a civilian does not. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, no, it it just really goes to show how like militaristic mm-hmm. the society is. And then one of the one of the kids says something when they're enlisting that like when they're done, then he'll be able to. I I don't know why I'm thinking like a lawyer, but like I feel like there was something mentioned about how citizens get like higher paying jobs too. Yeah. And, not even just like the citizens don't get just political power. They just kind of get a, like a cushier lifestyle. Mm-hmm. That's kind of interesting. Was interesting. The, the only like character throughout the entirety of the movie that really questions like this, um, you know, like, like just rule over the rest of society. If you join the military, like just how much more power you have like in the world. Um, is actually his dad, you know, at mm-hmm. the beginning when he's talking yeah, about his like, dad. Oh, it should be illegal. And like, you, you need to go to Harvard trying to stray him away from going down the, the political path or the, not the political path, the, the military path. Yeah. Yeah. His dad is really the only one that questions it. Yeah. And it, yeah, that just continues with the motif of like, you know, like, like, like I just said a little bit earlier with that interviewer coming out, like it, it really just, it, it will, it will sometimes like very in like small glimpses, like show you what, like, like the true, like n- nature behind what you're watching and oh, yeah. just immediately go back to being like, I'm going to try to entertain you. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, one of the things that just popped into my head about, um, the fascist society was, at the very beginning when they're looking at all their test scores and there's the big wall that projects everybody's test score. Like no matter what, like, cause Rico gets like a 35% or something and gets made yeah. fun of by everybody. That's just like the, that fascist way of publicly shaming people that are lesser and yeah. As like a kind of motivation that if you don't, do the best then you're going to be publicly publicly shamed <laughs> yeah I, I actually like that I, I i never thought of that that's mm-hmm. cool it it just popped into my head <laughs> this movie is awesome honestly yeah i was so i i so i guess for this next part um i guess i just want to ask you some questions so like one of the things that um like you know the the first time i watched it or at least maybe the first couple times the as we've mentioned before the the love triangle between rico um carmine and dizzy and then to kind of some extent xander um like at first it really just seems kind of like you know to add that romantic element but like the more the more and more i watched it it was really kind of fun to see like it did so much to push the the characters in in different ways. So, right. I don't know. I I I, I guess. Uh, what what are your thoughts? Um. Well, like you said, it does a great job of like pushing the characters because at the beginning, Rico doesn't even believe in the ideology of what's going on. Like he just joins up for Carmen, mm-hmm. and then when she breaks up with him and he accidentally gets that guy killed, he's ready to just like give it all up. And yeah. then I know Buenos Aires gets bombed, but uh, I think Dizzy has a good uh, role in convincing him to stay and come back to everything. Yeah. I also I also really like how uh, 
like how you said, yeah, Rico joined the infantry division because Carmine was also going down the military path. And um, I, I do like that like aspect between uh, Rico and Dizzy during the training when uh, one of their first interactions and he gets up in her face about being like, you joined because I joined. And it's just kind of ironic, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and, and it's just like, it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, it's he, he's a flawed character. And, um, you know, like you, you really do see how these characters change from like innocent school going, uh, you know, they're, yeah, they're just high school students going through the motions. They're kind of getting a little bit influenced by the world around them. And then they get into this world where uh, these like militaristic ideals and just hyper violence um, really come to shape them into just totally different beings. I mean, R Rico at the beginning of the movie, I mean, all characters are, are so different as they go through that are by the ending of their arc. Yeah. Um. I don't know what made me think of this, but what do you think about Neil Patrick Harris's character being a psychic? Like, I feel like that's only brought up like two times when, uh, uh, when Carmen is in the cave with the brain bug and there's mm -hmm. some line at the end that Neil Patrick Harris was the think... reason that Rico was able to find him. And then he, touches the brain bug and is like it it's afraid but i don't know that 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 was something that seemed like it was just like maybe not shoehorned in and maybe it has just like a bigger role to play in, I think, in the actual so, novel but so what i think is um personally the way the way i i i see it is like it, it's just a way to like show like that connection that we're like the bugs you mm -hmm. know because like obviously there's the big brain bug and he has these telepathic powers who can control like the massive hordes of bugs. Um, and then like, we have like some like pre evolutionary version of that. Like, like, as you said, in the classroom, the teacher talks about like, Oh, these, these beings are so much more advanced than us. They have had so many more years of evolution. So I guess it really goes to show that like, there's this such a strong, like, like, as we've discussed, like, just hate build up towards the, this these bugs but in in reality like we're we're the lesser beings yeah or i think as is it's a way to show because the fact that he's psychic is how we're able to see that the bugs do mm. actually in fact have em emotions so maybe Maybe it's a way to show that like the humans and the bugs aren't that much different. Yeah, anyway. yeah. That's, that's that's what I was saying. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um But question like like th to think about this, do you think like we said we we brought up the the theory that the bugs are fascist too. Maybe they are. Like wouldn't you think if Neil Patrick Harris had that power in that world, he would exert his power? In the oh same yeah. Way? Oh yeah, maybe <laughs> I'd like I would actually be interested to watch one of the sequels now just to see I don't know. I feel like it would be one of the cases where the sequel doesn't really get it, you know? The, like I feel like the sequels from, are going to be just from uh, what from what I've read, the second one I believe takes like an actual it's like more of like an actual military movie 
or like yeah, the third that's... one, and then like, but but it really doesn't go as like. I think that the other ones failed. Like, like it's the stuff isn't like. It's not like revel like it is like I don't know it's just like it's it's the story I guess all I'm saying is the story is just made so much more powerful by what's behind it. Yeah, I was gonna say that the obviously I haven't seen the sequels, but the the sequels just don't really they might not get it, you know, like they're just going in with the action movie mm-hmm. intent. But <laughs> I'm I'm actually curious when the when the sequels came out. I'll have to look that up. I'm sure, I wonder how long it took for like people to realize that like oh these movies are actually good. You know <laughs> like mm-hmm. after that initial thing because I'm I'm sure the idea of a sequel was not like readily in everybody's mind once these initially came out. Yeah, I I would I would be curious to watch one of the sequels, maybe even a couple of them, just to see what it what it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 we'll have to watch that mm-hmm. maybe that's gonna be one of our episodes here mm. all right well that is all i have on my notes that is also everything i have this was a an awesome movie like i did like it before but i think watching it the second time and talking about it i definitely have a greater appreciation for this film hell yeah so you asked me uh last week when you chose batman but i would rate batman what would you rate starship troopers (sighs) okay so i'm gonna go on a scale of one to ten and i think the first time i saw it i think on imdb i gave it like a seven out of ten but i think after watching it again and talking about it, I think I'm going to have to give it a 9 out of 10. Hell yeah, baby. I think I would agree. I would give it a 10 out of 10, but I know that's biased. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what, I'm, what, what is uh, next week, or not next week's, we have, we have no idea when our next recording will be, but what is our next project, Cameron? I'm curious. Uh, wait, before we get to there, I, was, I just want to say that I wish that this film was like, a little more accessible to people like i wish like like we mentioned it before that the everything is very purposeful but i just i wish that the the visuals were just a little bit better so that it was just a little bit more accessible because i think while i was watching this movie all of the all of my roommates came in and out at one point and like sat and watched like maybe 10 minutes of it and then got up and left. (laughs) So I like just, I feel like it'd be hard to convince somebody to sit down and watch this movie with you or like to sit down and watch this movie today. I'm I'm sure it would be easier watching it from the beginning too honestly i feel like this would be a very hard movie to jump into that that that's fair that's fair because like a lot i like i feel like a lot of it comes from like the connection with the characters Mm -hmm. yeah yeah okay so the movie that i have picked for next time is from one of my favorite directors i think we're gonna end up having a similar conversation as we did on this film, it's going to be it, a, a wait, lot can I, to unpack. Can I guess the director? Yeah. Ke- is it Kevin Smith? No, no, it's not Kevin uh, Smith. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> so I'm going to pick 
1988 film from John Carpenter called They Live. Okay. Okay, I'm about it. I actually haven't seen They Live. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. I've only seen it one time. I am a... I, am a I, I mean, how can you not love John Carpenter? Yeah. So, this movie... We're going to have a lot to unpack again. Okay. I like that. Well... It took me a long time to decide on this movie. But I think it's going to be good. Hell yeah. Alright, well... I enjoyed our conversation, Cameron. Yeah, this was great. Um, thanks to, again, our four friends and probably my mom for listening to the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I love you. <laughs> uh, yeah, th- thank you for listening, and we, we will meet next time and speak about They Live. Yep, all right. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>